You are now listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Okay, good. Here we go. Welcome to the Super Boob Tube Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dante Sarekia. And I am Tyler Hoskin. And uh, we're the dudes. And we are, uh, we're back for another episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of stuff today. Um, but in the meantime, how have you been, Tyler? And what have you been watching? <laughs> what have you been watching? Um... I'll tell you after you. I asked you first. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, I've been watching my regular stuff, uh, keeping my brain busy with the MythBusters re rewatch, which is always a good time. What uh, season are you on? Uh, I am in the middle of the 2012 season, so I'm nearing the end. Oh, oh wow, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah man, I I never really watched too much of that. I only cut episodes here and there. But, I love that shit, um, man. That's I, I do enjoy seeing um one day builds. Those are good. Adam that, does a good job for sure. Yeah, Adam does a really good show on YouTube that he does. Uh, yeah, I'm, um, oh. <laughs> Pick up that damn Why? phone. Oh. Yeah, I'm, it's ringing everywhere. Oh my uh, god, all the ringing. Yep. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying, and I'm trying to get, uh, the Australian survivor. So we're watching that. Oh, very nice. Uh, the rookie, obviously. Oh my a, God. Let's quickly just talk about how just a, a, a delightful show that is. And as I keep saying, the most consistently good network television show that has ever aired on TV. <laughs> Yeah, for I sure. Mean, it, it is. There's no question about it. It's so good every week. There's, it's just, this is great. I love, it. I love it so much. I really can't say too much more about it. And going into each, you know, story and details and stuff. But I love where they're doing with the characters and the situations they're putting them in. But man, isn't it so great? Oh, it is. It is fantastic. And all I have to say, like, if you're if you're on the fence about watching this show, uh skip tracer randy is oh God, yeah. one of the main reasons you need to watch this fucking show because oh when he shows up in real person oh, yeah. it was the there, best episode i have ever seen of tv in a very long time <laughs> it's just oh it's just always good it, it's it's always a very entertaining and fulfilling episode with a lot of heart and meaning to the things that they're doing within the you know, the structure of the show and, and just really like cool action and good cop stuff. And it's not, you know, it's, it's just great. It, it really is. It's just, it's such a good show. Um, anything else you, you're keeping up with you. You got back on board with discovery. Yes. I'm back on board with discovery. Uh, I'm, I don't know how many episodes back I am now, but, uh, I am getting there. It's, I am enjoying the show. 
so far. I am, yeah, I, I'm. Uh, I haven't watched it in a while. You're blaspheme. I'm still like eight episodes. No, no, behind, no. That's but... Not that I don't want to. I, I just, I honestly keep forgetting it. There's so much stuff right now. Um, but, but yeah, uh, and I'm watching Picard. I am caught up, except for today's episode. I haven't watched today's episode of Picard. Um, oh man, yeah, I, I really enjoy Picard. We can talk about that too. Uh, anything else before uh, I go through my my? You go do it fast shows. right now. Uh, <laughs> super stack of shows, man. Um, I've I'm not caught up on today's Flash, but I'm watching the Flash. And I'm enjoying it so far. Um, and and you know, I've, I've heard some things about this latest episode, which I'm not too fond of. But I really enjoy the first two episodes of this season so far. And it's, uh, you know, it, it was like, here's Flash. And then the second episode was no Flash. It was all his kids trying to fix some, you know, well, go back in time was. and fix some stuff. And that was actually quite fun. I wasn't expecting to enjoy an episode with no flash in it. Um, yeah. But I, I have a feeling that... Uh, and I, I think that the show is kind of... It's <laughs> it's almost lost its luster here. I, right. I think uh, it's, it's about time to end this show. And yeah. I, I don't know what you know they're planning. Um, but I do like the format. You know, since this is still with the middle of the season, you know, um, and with that huge hiatus, or is this the new season? I can't even remember now. Uh, so there was there was the five episode, yes, event thing that happened, and then they took like a month and a half off, and now they're back. Yes, right, right, right. They're doing this sort of uh, arcs, uh, you know, graphic novel sectionized story sort of take on the season. Which I enjoy and I appreciate because it's, you know, we're not waiting a month or whatever in between to finish a story and no fillers and whatever. But I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far. So I'm watching that. I am. What else am I watching? Uh, oh, I finished Pam and Tommy, which was just a fantastic episode. And I don't know if I talked about this. I don't think I talked about this last week, but. Um, or last time we, were, we did the show, but I, I really, really enjoyed this show. Um, it, it it really changed the way that I think I viewed Pamela Anderson, and I you know I have a lot more respect for her as a person. And, and I wasn't expecting like a show that she wasn't even involved in or asked about to make, you right. know, to kind of do that for me. But I appreciate that they did that for her, even though you know she had no say in anything that they did. So it's kind of a double-edged sword in that way. Like it was kind of feels like shit that they did that to her, but I really enjoyed the show. And I, you know, like I said, I, I feel for her more for this whole situation right. that happened and the sex tape leak and all that. Um, but it, it's, it's cool, man. And, and it, it's just, it was just a very well written, put together show and everyone like involved did such a good job. Uh, to, to make this show, you know, what it was. And now that Pam Anderson is actually doing a documentary based on the whole situation, which is, you know, there's no way there's, there, there's nothing that can say that this show didn't boost her, you know, popularity again. I mean, whether she wanted it out again or not and revisit those memories, this totally put her back in the limelight. 
you know? Yeah. And she was nowhere. You know what I mean? Like you never heard about Pamela Anderson for the past decade. So and now she's like, she's doing Chicago on Broadway. And you know, now she's doing this documentary about herself and the situation following this show about her. So it's like, I, I don't, I don't know how mad you could be, be you know, now you're making more money and, you know, out in the public eye again. But I'm watching that. And also, uh, you know, I'm continuing to watch Resident Alien, which is fantastic as always. I still haven't finished Fox Machina. I don't know why. I just keep forgetting about that. <laughs> and Cause there's too much other stuff. Yeah. And I'm watching uh, Superman and Lois. And are you watching that yet? Uh, I'm not cut up. I'm like three episodes behind now. I just, I don't know. I think I'm one behind. Yeah. I dig it. Are you, are you just not enjoying it? I I mean, it's okay. Like it's probably the best CW show on right now. Um, I don't yeah, know. I don't sure. know what it is, but I just, I don't yeah, have to drive. That's kind of how I am. With some other things. All right. So, uh, now that we're done with, uh, some Superman and Lois talk here, uh, which I'm still, you know, not caught up on and everything now. Um, you saw the Obi Wan trailer as well as the Miss Marvel trailer. Correct, right? I did. Yes. Now, what did you think about Obi Wan? I'm excited. I'm very excited. I can't wait. Yeah, I. Uh... I, I, I really dig it. I'm, I'm very excited for this show. Now, I mean, we also got Moon Knight. Um, I don't want to forget Moon Knight because Moon Knight's coming up first. In like six um, days. Whoop, whoop. Yeah, it's crazy. And I know like there's so much coming. <laughs> there's so much TV. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. Like I still haven't even uh, watched Servant this season. I've only watched the first episode of uh, Mrs. Maisel season four, which I got to say just to derail on the Disney plus stuff real quick, but I watched the first episode and I feel like I've lost my interest in the show. <clears throat> and uh, have you ever watched that show? Uh, I don't think I have. No, I it's never, good. I haven't. A, no, I have not. Yeah. It's a, it's a very good show on Amazon. And I think this, I don't know if this, no, there's, I think there's one more season that's going to come after this fourth season. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's the last one. But I, I mean, it's a very, very well made period show, right? Set in like the 60s, 50s, and 60s, uh, early 50s, I think, something like that. And it, it, I don't know. I don't know if I'm just not interested in it right now or anymore. Right. But. I, I kind of felt like uh, uh, it. I don't know. I think it just lost its luster for me. But I'll probably go back and finish it. But maybe I'm just overwhelmed with so much other TV. But that's uh, that's another another show we'll talk about, or I'll talk about later on down the line. But back to Obi Wan. <clears throat> I uh, I'm really excited. Like I I like the Luke little Luke appearance. He's watching him and. I have a feeling that we're going to get, uh, you know, because Obi-Wan can't be on Tatooine the whole time. I just can't see that happening. And from the locations we see in the trailer, it seems like he goes off world or we're visiting other worlds right? Um, with the Inquisitors and stuff. And it makes sense if you think about it, that to deter these threats that are coming to, uh, you know, we see the one female Inquisitor coming to 
Tatooine and seeing Uncle Owen and all that stuff, I think Obi-Wan is going to flee to protect, you know, uh, Luke. Right. And then he comes back. He's not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And come back. Exactly. And being it's a limited series, a six hours, you know, a six episode limited series is, is going to be very interesting. Like, I mean, are they going to just time jump or are they going to just tell one little story and let us imagine what happens in between, you know, him waiting for Luke to grow up, you know? And- well, then, yeah, that's just it. Like, there's there can't be much happening. Like, the, the Obi-Wan we were going to see in the series is only, like, there's only a 10-year difference between yeah, him and New Hope, right? So it's like, right with the six episodes, like, you, I don't think you can. I wouldn't expect more than this. To be totally honest, right. it'll bring. I feel like this will allow us to open up more stuff and explore a different world or a different storyline. Yeah. Maybe right, like it'll <laughs> open the door for other things. I, I have a feeling that it'll connect to um, the Inquisitor stuff. Will connect more, at, you know, after the show is over. Right. It, it will it will lead us in or to connect us to more Ahsoka stuff. Yeah, exactly. And um, you know, obviously it's way down the line. You know what I mean? Yes. But but I, I have a feeling that that stuff is gonna be a big thing going forward with her and uh, the the Thrawn issue and Ezra and you know the remaining inquisitors or new inquisitors you know as it were whatever 30 years that have you know 35 40 years that have passed um well maybe not that much but how how many years because it's only it's mando timeline as far as i'm concerned right so so it shouldn't be very long you know maybe uh 20 years 15 20 years yeah maybe it's hard to tell. So, yeah, I mean, well, you got what? It's like seven years between New Hope and is it seven or is it? I think it's like seven or four between New Hope and Jedi. And this is probably about ten years before. Uh, maybe not that long. That's what I'm saying. Maybe like fifteen years total before like the Ahsoka stuff uh, is kind of happening because right. Five years after Jedi is Mando, but we know this is ten years after Revenge of the Sith. But how far from now or this series Obi Wan will be to hope? That's kind of the, the equation we have to make with. But I think that um, man, I'm very excited. Like just everything, the Duel of the Fates in that trailer was great. Uh, you know, bringing all that back. Yeah. Uh, you know, John Williams coming back to do his first Star Wars television show uh, with the music. I'm psyched. I'm 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 very excited for this show. Now moving on to the Miss Marvel show that it, we're we're getting the old uh, the old TV series coming finally. Like what do they <laughs> say was we were supposed to have it in like this February, but it's been pushed back and moved around with you know COVID and other schedules and things like that, and then we ended up getting uh you know we're we're getting Moon Knight first. And, oh, interesting thing, enough before we get more into the, the Miss Marvel stuff, there is going to be the first time ever overlap of Disney Plus premium series. Did you hear about this? No, what's up? So 
it'll be the first time we're going to have three or four episodes of Obi-Wan while Moon Knight starts. So there's going to be two premium shows running at the same time. Like halfway through Obi-Wan is going to no, be. I don't think so. No, 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 no. It's the other way around. It's the other way around. So March 25th is Kenobi. May 25th is Kenobi. Well, which what show am I thinking of? I don't know. Oh, but no, I think... no. So there's six weeks. The last two of, uh, yeah, the last two. No, is that right? There is no, no overlap, is there's there? There's no overlap. Oh, I thought there was. No. Moon Knight will start next week and run for six weeks, which will end May 4th. And then we get Kenobi at the end. So I think maybe Kenobi and Miss Marvel will overlap. I that's what it is. That's that's exactly what it is. That's what I got messed up on. That that's that's what it is. So the end that that's why I started off at the end of Kenobi and I, I don't know why I had Moon Knight in there, but yeah, the end of <laughs> Kenobi will overlap with uh with Miss Marvel with her first few episodes. Yeah. So that's interesting, right? Yep. I mean I, I mean, being with June, we're going to have the last two episodes of Kenobi going on with, with, with you know, may, and maybe they don't have that much faith in Miss Marvel. Or maybe they think, I, I guess they're going to premiere on the same day. Is that, I guess, Wednesdays? So maybe they're thinking, hey, people are already going to be on Disney Plus to watch Kenobi. After Kenobi, they'll, you know, try and lead in yeah, uh, maybe. You know, the audience to watch Miss Marvel. And I, I don't know what that says about the show, you know, or about, you know, their faith in the show. But what did you think of that Miss Marvel trailer? I think it looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. That's now, it's, I, I'm excited you, to see uh, how they... Do you know they, much about her? Uh, I know as much as they give me in the video game. Oh, that's right. That, we were playing the game that's, like a year or two ago. Now. That is all um, I know, and um, it does look like her powers are way different. Um, right from the the little bit of trailer that is in there, she kind of puts something on and gives. She gets the powers. Um, well, which is and, interesting. Yeah, this this is the thing. So, from the comics and the game, the game and the comics are way more similar than the show is leading us to believe. So. Or not leading us to believe, but you know, giving us her little origin. So in, in the, you know the comics, she gets hit with a Terrigen mist that has kind of run rapid through uh, the East Coast, um, and her latent inmutant gene is activated, and she goes into a cocoon, and she's an inhuman, and she comes out looking like uh, her sort of superhero idol. She looks just like uh, Miss Marvel did. Like we're back when Captain Marvel was called Miss Marvel, and you know, and then she realizes she has this morphing ability, like a shapeshifter type, and then she's able to kind of control that, and she's able to like a stretch, sort of like a Mister Fantastic, but also embiggen her arms or feet or whatever, and that's what we see in the games mostly with her powers and things like that. In this. It seems like that they're steering clear of the Inhumans thing altogether, and it totally makes sense. And I think the reason why it makes more sense, uh, you know, to do that with this character, even though it's completely a different type of origin, it has no connection to Miss Marvel. 
third Miss Marvel to Captain Marvel, like in you know the MCU, right. or uh, Spectro, Monica Rambeau, uh, you know whatever that they're going to call her, Photon. I don't know. They haven't given her a name at all yet. But being that she's going to be in the Marvels, I think having her connect to them in uh, a more you know uh, uh, universally connected way. Rather than Miss Marvel just being a big, huge super fan of Captain Marvel, is kind yeah. of making her find or stumble upon, which it seems like she does, these bands. And it seems like they may be of like Cree or Chitari. Uh, you know, yeah, well, may, I don't think Chitari. Maybe, I, I, don't, yeah. I, I mean, I guess it could be, but it seems like it, it may be something to do with the Kree or sure. even the scrolls yep. having some kind of in you know uh and that's you know, how conflict they connect that she runs into right yep so i'm thinking and and in the comics a, a these bands that i've just mentioned have been a big part of like a character called quasar and he's got like the quantum bands and i don't think they're those but there's also these other bands called nega bands and the original male Captain Marvel was gifted these negabands by the Supreme Intelligence in the comics. So, and, and but when he put them on, he found out that it was also like a prison, and they trapped him. The Supreme Intelligence because he disobeyed the Supreme Intelligence so many times doing his own misadventures. Um, we trapped him in the negative zone, and in the trailer. It looks like she flips into like this upside down, right? Yeah, it does. So I, I, it's got, I, that's what I'm going with. Like, I'm thinking that she finds these bands and she's able to tap into this power that these bands were either like an, an artifact or a relic that the Cree or, uh, or whoever had and hid away, or maybe a scroll in this, in the trailer, it was like she's in this apartment and she finds these in like a chest or something like that. And it seems like maybe this is a scroll apartment. She kind of stumbles on this little mystery in this show. And the scroll has this old relic and trying to take it back to their people or whatever. I don't know. I'm just kind of guessing and speculating. But it seems like that she puts those on and she's able to go back and forth through the negative zone somehow. And, you know, this also goes into, uh, you know, the next four, maybe a little bit of Ant-Man, you know, Quantum Realm stuff. I don't know. But. And granted, this show looks like it's for younger, younger audiences. There's no getting around it. Like, as fun as it looks, this looks like this is so geared toward the tween sort of younger audience. And it makes sense Marvel would do that, right? I mean, oh, for sure. The MCU's 15 years old. So they have to bring in new That's audiences. That's so crazy. And if 15 it, yeah, years. Right. If if they got to get these younger kids in now, especially a TV show on a service that everyone has, they can watch at home, and it gets them interested in what's going on in the greater MCU. And it it's brilliant, honestly, in my opinion. And you know, and the, the the character is a teenager. You know, she's in high school. We see her with some of her friends and. Uh, like the boy she likes. Also, what do you think about like the little aesthetic they had through there with like her her drawings and she's like drawing Ant Man, Ant Man and Man Ant, <laughs> like her <laughs> paperwork and and like you, you know the the word bubbles and things like that. What do you think about that? Do you think that's going to be throughout the show in her like fantasy mindscape? We'll see, 
or is is that just was that just for trailer? Yeah, I don't know. I think I think it would get rather annoying through the entire show. Um, if it's, I think maybe just when she's doing like yeah, her, if she, if it's her doing like the narration or whatever and all that kind of stuff and her kind of comic booking herself, I think that that would be kind of neat to see yeah. every now and again. So yeah, I liked it. I it was it's that. fun. It's a different way to show, right? Because like she's she's grown up in the world of superheroes wanting to be one and admiring them and to like it's what is she in she's like what 15 or 16 yeah she's probably six so she was she was born in the year of iron man right like right she is no well no 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 maybe a little bit after because remember this is five years past uh, Infinity War. Right, right. Five years. Yes. So I I'm thinking keep maybe like uh, right when the Avengers. The Avengers. So yeah. So the Avengers are a thing, right? Like she was born sure. when that was a thing. Kind of like um, Bishop is saw Hawkeye doing his thing. This is kind of what we're getting into. Absolutely. Right? Like That's a, a great. Maybe a couple years younger, obviously, but yeah, totally in the same vein of that. Now, also, um, like I mean, she's big cosplayer it seems she's fantasy sort of uh centric with all the this avengers stuff and i don't know i i kind of dig it i i do think it is geared more toward a younger audience but i think it's going to also be connected enough to the like mcu you know quote-unquote mcu super fan oh um, for sure and i feel like know, the complete the completionist i feel like she's is she in doctor strange no 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 this uh, that is oh, uh, America a... Chavez. Okay, I got to keep all these characters she... straight. I know. I <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh, Miss Marvel. Um... God, I don't know why I can't think of her name. Oh, uh, Kamala Khan. Uh, yeah. She lives in New Jersey, and she's a big Captain Marvel fan, and she's in that area. America Chavez is not from our universe. She was supposed to be in Spider-Man No Way Home, but they couldn't figure out a, a good way to fit her in because uh. she was supposed to bring through Toby and Andrew. And they scrapped that idea. Interesting. They said it's too much extra character work to try and navigate and introduce. In and this introduce a, a brand movie. new character and say, look, yeah, everybody. Exactly. <laughs> so putting her in Doctor Strange introducing her there and you know either being chased by gargantos and or um you know scarlet witch and, and being saved by doctor strange or defender strange and dying to save her which i think is going to happen and then you know our strange you know taking up Do- defender strange's sort of cause right to heal the multiverse or whatever is going to protect her and figure out what's going on with water so um all that aside, I'm very excited for for Miss Marvel. I think I'm a little bit now talking about it more, and I mean, even after seeing so many other like videos and breakdowns of the trailer, and I, I think I've kind of psyched myself into being more excited for it. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm 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 happy it's a thing, you know. And I don't really have any qualms or issues with changes to things. MCU and Kevin Feige and everybody there have been changing shit from the comics from the get-go. 
Well, and that's so, that's the other like you can't always do word for word from the comics because sure. otherwise everybody's everybody at least the people who read the comics are gonna go, Oh, this is boring. It's the Absolutely. same story. Right. So that's it's, that's a that's a great point. It's gotta be fun, different, but also keep the same mentality at the same time well, and they and, have to serve the story so yeah, how absolutely. are they going to connect her to captain marvel 2 this is the perfect way to do that yep you know her, her stumbling 100%. on a power that only she is able to end up using yeah and i think it's cool i mean we still see the embiggening thing but i think that's with the gauntlets that she has for sure her for sure. band you know we still see her stretch a bit in the trailer which i think is still going to affect her biology, you know, a bit when she uses the power. I think we're going to get some elements of her, or, you know, her regular powers. It's just going to be through a different means. Absolutely. And I don't think they want to touch in humans. <laughs> no, they definitely don't want to do that. I mean, at least for the next decade, you know. Um, yeah. However, I do believe we're going to see Black Bolt and Doctor Strange 2 as one of the Illuminati. I think they're keeping the Illuminati very, very tight to the original comic book Illuminati. Interesting. Minus maybe a tweak with a Supreme uh, uh, Mordo, because it seems like he may be one of the Illuminati. Yeah. You know, I, I think character-wise, they're keeping the same characters. Like, probably going to get Reed. Probably going to get Black Panther. Whether he keeps the mask on and he's a you know the same Black Panther doesn't say shit. Or he's a completely different Black Panther. We're probably going to get a Tony Stark, whether that's, you know, uh, uh, what's his name? Tom Cruise or or uh, Robert Downey Jr. or whatever. And we're getting Professor X, it seems. But I think Mordo is taking the place of maybe Nam or... Um, but then I think we're getting Black Bolt in there as well. Especially with some of these high-res images that they've had of some new images that were from, I guess, like Entertainment Weekly or one of those film magazines or whatever, um, which is crazy. Entertainment Weekly is like gone. It's done. I think in June is its last, or it's done already. I'm not, I can't remember, but I think it's done. It's going to be online only sort of thing. Interesting. But anyway, um, yeah, because they went monthly like a year or two ago, and now they're yeah. just like, they're done. They're just going to be an online source. Um, but yeah, aside from all the Doctor Strange and, and all that, I, I'm I, I'm happy that we're getting, you know, this Miss Marvel show. Now, what about this Moon Knight stuff? We've been seeing a lot of trailers, and we haven't really had time and got together to talk about the whole trailers and stuff. But we got some some clips, and more clips have come out in the in the week or two. Um, have you seen these clips? Um, and what's your excitement level for for Moon Knight? My my excitement level for Moon Knight is off the friggin' charts. It looks frickin' fantastic, and I'm so excited for it. Uh, I have been avoiding the clips for that reason. Um, I've watched the trailers, but other than that, I'm not watching anything else. Right. Until, the, uh, until the show happens next Wednesday. <laughs> yes. I, I, you don't, I don't think I've watched the last clip, but the other ones I have, and mostly... They're like a 10-second extension of some of the stuff we've already seen in the trailers. Right. So I wasn't too, like, you know, felt spoiled or anything like that. But, man, I – and with everything and everyone has been saying about this show, 
I mean, the reviews have been off the charts. And one thing as well, which kind of, uh, I don't think it really matters now in, in retrospect and, and going through, but I kind of can't believe they gave some people four episodes of the six episode series. And maybe they just had like the, you know, Marvel or whoever, you know, Disney distributing it, but I had them like utmost faith in this show to give that much away. But, and I don't know anything and no one spoiled it because, you know, big embargo stuff. But all the reviews have just been like best show ever, you know, best Disney Plus show ever, best Marvel, Marvel anything that they've done, uh, best Marvel TV show, you know, of all the shows that have come out, you know, um, you know, best thing of the year. The year isn't that old yet. Uh, year, the year, that's those sounded weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, um. I, I, I'm just like, I'm really excited. Like, I, I can't wait. I cannot wait for this show. I think Oscar Isaac is, uh, you know, pretty perfect for this. Um, and it seems like there's some really cool stuff that's going to happen, man. And, and, you know, we got like, oh, uh, Ethan Hawke doing his, you know, purple magic-y sort of thing. And what's he going to be up to? And also, like, how does this all connect to everything else? Even though we know that this basically has, like, no connections to the greater MCU within this series. I mean, obviously it's connected. But it has no connection other than, I guess, some... uh uh some writing and stuff on, you know, buses in, in, in certain places right. uh, that are kind of connected to, uh, um, there, there what, are what clues to prove that it's there, but it's not, there are no right, real... but there, there is like connected to that service that is trying to, uh, uh, rehouse people or, um, I can't remember what it's called. Um, but after like the blip stuff, oh, like yeah. the, the bl- yeah, so that, that whole like like crazy thing that was kind of going on with trying to get people can connected and and everything and, and housed and stuff after the blip. So other than that little tiny thing, I think this is going to be all new stuff. And I think that's good. I think kind of keeping everything separate, um, you know, until it's needed to be connected is kind of a cool idea. And obviously keeping it as self-contained as possible because we're going to have – Miss Marvel that's connected to not only the Avengers, but Captain Marvel and that greater, you know, uh, cosmic sort of connection. And then we're, you know, we're going to get She-Hulk that's connected to Hulk and all that. And, um, God, what else is coming? I don't even know. I mean, Secret Invasion, which is coming, which is going to connect to all the crazy cosmic stuff and maybe Captain Marvel. So I like the fact that we're getting like a new villain a new hero and it's something different. You know, he has yeah. a mental illness. There's many different personalities and I think it's pretty cool. All right. So that's pretty much it with trailers. Now before, uh, did you, have you watched any of the flash? Uh, I haven't even finished the five part first what? story. <laughs> no, haven't, haven't finished it. I, I've watched the first four parts. I'm still the finale is sitting there waiting, and I haven't watched anything since. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> well, 
then we won't talk about that. We'll, we'll talk more about the CW stuff as as it, as it comes and as we kind of get through it. There's only two shows on. I think um, I think but, maybe now that it's been renewed officially, uh, I will go back it. and get through it because now I now yeah. I have something else to look forward to another season that could right. potentially get better. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I think I'm one or two episodes behind on Flash, but I know I'm probably two or three behind now on uh, Superman and Lois. Now, but connecting to, uh, there's some interesting news. I don't know if you heard about this show. Did you hear about this show called Gotham Knights? Vaguely. I have heard vaguely about this show. Okay, so like, I, I, I'm very kind of curious about this. So Misha Collins, who was in, um, it was Castiel in Supernatural. He has just been cast as Harvey Dent Two-Face. Which is fantastic and, news. Yes, it's awesome. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. It makes me want to give a shit more about this show. And yeah. they've cast the other two leads already, which I really don't know and haven't really got into, like uh, researching into who they're going to play or, uh, you know, all that. But the premise is Batman has died, and a Robin. We don't know which Robin, um, but a Robin has been and some villains have been uh, i guess uh are now about hunted down by the gcpd in you know connection to his murder or they think that they have something to do so apparently these younger you know not villains but uh, children of these other villains and a robin right. go come together to try and figure out what happened and uncover this mystery and also evade together and they end up becoming the Gotham Knights. Interesting. And I, it's I mean it's not the worst premise but it's also like there's another show that has Gotham in it there's no Batman. You know? Yeah. So uh, it, I mean not that we can't I, mean, I just don't know why I guess because they're calling them Gotham Knights fine. But <laughs> I don't know. I, I think maybe if it was like a Nightwing series or something like that or, you know, something give give us something else other than like a team name or something. It's not connected to Gotham. It's not connected to Batwoman. Um, you know, it's not connected to like anything in the CW. It's its own thing. I, I think it's it could be interesting. I think it might be fun, but. I don't know another Gotham show without Batman, and I'm curious to see when we find out which Robin it is. Which I, I don't think it's going to be. Uh, I kind of I don't think it's going to be Red Hood or Jason Todd. It's going to either be um, Tim Drake or you know Dick Grayson. And I kind of feel like it would be cool if it was Tim so we can get that Nightwing in this show. Yeah. And it also, you know, gives enough time for these certain villains to have had children to be the same age of Tim Drake. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I mean, we're not getting into the whole Damien fourth Robin sort of thing unless they totally go that route. Um, But I don't know. I I don't know. What do you think about the show and the idea? Uh, I mean, I, I'm a little bit more intrigued now that uh, what's his name is on it. Um, sure. 
But yeah, I'm I'm doing some googling now. Okay. <laughs> and and just seeing who is who is who and the characters that have been cast and on IMDb. So you've got Misha as Harvey Dent. Yeah. We've got a Well, he's car- he's definitely going to be Two-Face. Yeah, yeah. He's not just going to be Harvey. Well, he's he's only credited as Harvey on IMDb. Okay. Oh, well. For, no. for now. Um, but I, I mean, mean if Batman's dead, he would. Yeah, exactly. Um, we've got a Carrie Kelly. Right. I, I I don't think that's the Robin that they're talking about, but I think she's going to be an added character for sure. Uh, we've also got Dula. I don't, yeah, even, I, don't know who that is. I don't know who that is. It's oh Dula Dent. So that's oh maybe be... that's the daughter of Harvey Dent that yep. teams up with the. Uh, yeah, uh, adopted son. Oh my Bruce god! Wayne. Yes. Uh, so there's that. Dula Dent. Uh, we've got Harper Rowe and Cullen Rowe. Okay. And Turner Hayes. Interesting. So some of these characters I don't know. I'm sure. I think the Rowe is a popular name. I I don't recognize. But the little uh, blurb here says uh, about the synopsis it says the series is set in the wake of Bruce Wayne's murder. As his rebellious adopted son forges an unlikely alliance with the children of Batman's enemies when they are all framed for killing the Cape Crusade. So, I don't know. I, honestly, the most uh, anticipated Batman thing that uh, I am waiting for is the Cape Crusader animated series. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but. But we don't know when that's exactly coming. But I don't know. I think I'll give this a shot. I, I'll probably give this more episodes than I did Naomi. <laughs> yeah, I've stopped watching Naomi as well. So yeah. All right. With that down, um, I want to give a shout out to this one show. I'm not going to go too deep into it, but uh, it has our own Daredevil, uh, Charlie Cox, in it is a show called Kin. And I think it aired last year. Yeah, I've been meaning to watch this show. Man, it's like, what, eight episodes for the first season? It's awesome. It's, and I've been meaning to talk about this on the podcast for a while, but I killed this show in like a day and a half. It is, it's so good. Um, a very Irish mob uh, craziness, this family, Charlie Cox is a guy who is, you know, he's in this family of this sort of mob, uh, sort of racket. And he was in prison and he just came home and it's like his homecoming and, you know, come back into this crazy world that this, uh, family, you know, was kind of run. And it's good. I mean, it's a very good show. It's like, it was an AMC show that's like uh, one of those AMC shows that they air from the UK or Ireland. Uh, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't know who who has the rights over here. It is the, it is yeah. not uh, an American show. It's definitely yeah, it's not an American show, but AMC has the rights over here. There were AMC Plus or whatever. Right. Um, and speaking of AMC Plus, just started a new show. I don't know if you watched the first episode or not, but. The Dirty Black Bag. I watched yeah. the first two episodes of that. That's, yeah. I guess that's... What is this AMC Plus? Is it like the other app services? I guess. 
I, I mean, I don't know. They don't, they don't, there's no promotion on it. There's <laughs> no marketing on this. Is it, is it an app? Is it just on the old school internets? You got to get on your friggin' laptop or whatever. On like, the I'm, internets. I'm, yeah. I don't, I, I'm just very confused on this because AMC doesn't promote this shit. I mean, uh, granted, I don't watch a lot of AMC live anymore. So I'm not sure what kind of promotions they have on their service, on their actual like television network channel. Yeah, what is but, live TV? I don't understand. Right. Exactly. It's crazy. But this show's great. It's got, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Dominic Cooper, you know, who we all know as Tony Stark's dad, uh, yep. the younger version. And um, he was in Preacher. He, he's the sheriff of this little town that is basically running dry on water back in the old West. And it follows him and that town as well as the, you know, other a story of this guy who is a bounty hunter and he's got a dirty black bag full of heads in it. <laughs> and it looks like he's searching for his like mother's killer and um, it's easier to collect bounties if he chops off their heads. He's got this hatchet. He chops these oh, dudes' amazing. heads off. It's a dope show. It's really cool. It's hardcore, and it's uh, you know an, a, a Western show, which is really, really cool. I like it. I think you guys should ch- check it out. And they, I guess they have the first episode for free on Amazon. So... Feel free to check out that pilot episode on Amazon, and it's it's very good. Yes, it does seem like uh, at least for for Canada, um, you can add the AMC Plus to your Prime Video subscription. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, it is also an app. Um, in in the Canadas, it is. Let me see if I can get the app here. It is seven ninety nine a month. AMC Plus. Oh shit! I can get it. There you go. Nope, that's theaters. Oh, here's AMC Plus. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess you can. Interesting. And they got uh, IFC on there. Hell on Wheels, all the Walking Dead stuff, Halloween. Well, yeah. I guess it is. Shit. Uh, it's definitely not <laughs> a service I need. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, every all their stuff's on something else. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, there's just too many so, streaming services now. It's like fuck. Well, and this one just seems redundant, like completely. You know, other than forgetting the dirty black bag <laughs> and True. a couple others, it seems like they're they're building, but they're building slowly and the slowest. <laughs> so uh, I don't know. Look into that if you if you want to. Um. Did you watch Halo? I did. The first episode. I did. What did you think of it? And have you played the game? And what do you think of all either changes or whatever? Um, and how, how do you feel about how the show's going? Uh, I feel like I played the game, but I only ever played the game in like multiplayer stuff. I never right. actually played the story. So I, this is, I know like Master Chief, Halo, React, like all that shit. I know kind of the characters. Right, Um, right. Other than that, 
I got I know nothing. So I'm going into this completely fresh. Like this is this is a new IP for me right now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I probably I've never had an Xbox, any version of it, and I've probably played the game in a multiplayer setting for less than thirty minutes. (laughs) Oh yeah. I know Master Chief. I, you know, I, I know I, I've, I've been around the internet enough to know the IP. <laughs> I know the internet. Right. And I, I, I really enjoyed this first episode, dude. Oh, it was fantastic. Like, it wasn't the greatest thing ever. No, but, the, but that opening 15 minutes, holy balls. Yeah, just the, the invasion of the aliens. We get the idea that there was a conflict between the uh, Spartans and I guess the regular people, free people fighting against them and their ambivalence towards the military side of, of that. Um, and I guess these quote unquote super soldiers that they've created and then boom, here they come and they're saving the day right in front of these people. I mean, as much as they can, even though everyone died <laughs> except, except one, except one. Yeah. But I, I like that, and you know, and I don't care about seeing Master Chief's face, which I, I like. This guy, he was in uh, American Gods, which I never finished. I didn't really care too much about that show enough uh, to finish, but he's been in a few other things I really liked. And man, he also came out and said he wants to be Wolverine. <laughs> oh yeah, but interesting. Yeah, he just came out like I think it was an article came out today said he was like, man, I really want to be Wolverine in the MCU, but I don't know. We'll see about that. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm very excited to see where it goes. Like, I like the whole Cortana stuff. I like the, you know, uh, the tug and pull of, of the science department there in the military. Yeah. And then also the struggle that Master Chief is having after touching this, uh, uh, uh this relic device or whatever that has kind of, uh, loosened up some memories that he may not think are his or whatever um you know and and saving the girl that the military wanted to kill um i think it's cool you know i i it's a very good opening you know it's a solid pilot episode you know we we got to see where the state of the world was or this particular world and these people what the state of that sort of politics is you know we still don't know exactly what master chief is but we know he's like a super soldier that's in a group of other super soldiers do we know that there's aliens that the regular people on this planet didn't really believe in but you know now it doesn't matter they're dead (laughs) and they're there and there's a whole other war going on so i i i think the introduction of everything was very well done and the the CG was cool and hit and miss, a little animated robotic in certain uh, scenarios with the suits. Yeah, uh, it seemed like there was a lot of uh, you know, it's just suit CG. Uh, <laughs> but but I, I I think they really executed some of the action like really well. Like it was like just the gore and the explosions and uh, showing what the Spartans can do and stuff. I think was really really well well done. Word, yeah. Um, I can't, I'm excited. Uh, no, I'm excited for next episode, man. I just I want more right now. Let's go. Let's yeah, do this me, thing. Me too. Uh, I'm I'm very very excited. 
Um, and then that's pretty much it. I mean, we got Winning Time. I'm still watching. Um, you're watching, uh, and I guess we're both watching it now. But uh, Our Flag Means Death. Yes, I, I watched the first episode today, and it was very ridiculous. And it is. I, I love it's, it. it. <laughs> oh man, episode two is great too. It's it's goofy. I, it's I, funny. Yeah. I love how at the end they're flying all the flags that they all made. I just oh my yes. god. <laughs> just the, the whole scene of them like we're gonna make flags and choose the one that's the best and then they choose it's, them all oh god it's <laughs> it's it's so good it's so ridiculous and and uh, honestly i don't think it's just going to stay like that especially with episode two it seems like like the characters uh you know are actually developing it doesn't it's not gonna be like good. a nice. uh um uh, you know, episode to episode, different story with the same kind of character. You know how old TV was? It seems like there's actually going to be a progression with some of these characters, which I'm very ha- happy with. Like, I, I, I like the idea of this goofy, like, this goofy guy that has a weird past. You'll see a little bit more in the second episode. But him, you know, choosing to be a pirate and not really being that good or great at all and not being very ruthless or mean or anything at all, even though he's acting like he wants to be. And then I think the, the development and change of this character is going to be very interesting. Nice. And I, I really enjoyed episode two. I think it was better than the first episode. And I, I didn't watch episode three yet. So I'm, I'm very excited to continue with the show. Um, there's just so much stuff there now. Is. Before we before we move on to other things, um, I I, I want to <laughs> talk about one show uh, that that is it's called From, and then we can get into Picard, and that can be kind of our last bit of the show. So you haven't watched any of this show called From, right? No, I had never heard of it until you brought it up to me a couple weeks ago. There's no marketing whatsoever because I have literally never heard of it at all until I watched the John Campion show and a daily live uh, YouTube show. And he's big into movies and all that stuff. And he told his audience that he, you know, he was paid by, um, I think it was, I don't know if it was Lionsgate or no, he used to be paid by Lionsgate for other things. I think it was paid with stars contacted him and said hey put out six tweets and tell us you know what you you know put out six tweets about the show and he's like well you got to send me some episodes and obviously like yeah, we'll send <laughs> yeah. Some. and so they sent him the first four episodes and he's like i'm not going to tweet anything and this is what he said on his show he's like i'm not going to tweet anything and you know unless i you know really like the show yeah and they're like, okay, apparently, and he came out like, and he told this story a couple months ago, but he just came out the other day, like two or three days ago. And he was like, let me tell you what they paid. Me. And he was like, and I, I, he's like, I, I only said things about the show because I legitimately like the show, but he's like, they paid me 15 grand to put out six tweets. about. That's amazing. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? Anyway. So he's like, this show's great. They gave me the first four episodes. I couldn't stop watching them, he said. And that's exactly how I was when I watched this show. And I'm not getting paid shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, this show's so good. 
And it's it, the premise revolves uh, around the idea that it's a town and there's like maybe 50, 45, 50 people in this town. And they all go inside at night because there's monsters outside. And it's not like, you know, creature type monsters, even though I guess they can kind of maybe turn into them. I, I'm not really sure yet. There's a lot of stuff that still isn't been. I, and I hope it's not this like it has it invokes a lot of lost sort of stuff. It seems like a loss. And it's the guy from Lost, uh, the black dude from Lost. What is his name? He was also Mercutio in the uh, uh, the old nineties uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet um, Lost cast. I want yeah, to get no, this guy's name. I never watched Lost, because... so I can't help you. Oh, you never watched Lost? What the hell? Uh, his name is Hall uh, Harold uh, Perrineau. Oh wait, or is that who? Yeah, his name is Harold Perrineau. He played the guy um, Michael Dawson on oh, yeah. Lost. Okay. And, Anyway, um, he's the main guy. He acts as the sheriff of the town. And the story starts with a family of four that's in their motor home. And they, uh, you know, get off the highway and they go through this town. And they're on their way to vacation or whatever. Nice. He was, and, uh, he was the detective in uh, The Rookie. Should have started yes. there, man. Yes, yes, well, exactly. <laughs> I totally forgot. He was only in like what maybe five episodes. But yeah, he was that asshole detective that turned out to be a bad guy. Yeah, uh, man, that was such a good like run of episodes. <laughs> anyway, um, it, it revolves around this town that has monsters at night. Everyone goes inside. Family rolls through town, and then they're like, "Hey, how do we get back to the highway?" And they're like, "You know, the uh, the town and the people are like uh, these people." Oh, geez, we got new people. And he's like, well, don't say anything, and I'll direct them toward the highway. And he's like, yeah, the highway's just through there. Uh, you know, go around, and then you'll go through there. And they can't get out of the town. They're stuck in this loop, and they can't get out of town. And Amazing. then when they're trying to get out of town, they, they go through town three times. And they're like, we're making the wrong turn. How do we get on the highway? And and they end up getting into a crash with another car. And now that car is stuck in the town, too. And then it turns into this whole thing where, like, the people from town try and go save them. But it becomes nighttime. <laughs> and they're stuck in the RV. And then the sheriff has this, like, rock thing, this, like, talisman that he hangs up. And they cover all the windows. And he's like, we need to stay in here. And like the boy is, uh, uh, you know, the young boy, there's a young boy and a young girl and the boy's hurt. The dad's in there. He dropped off the wife and the daughter in town and he's trying, you know, the sheriff is there in the RV trying to wait out the nighttime while these things that talk and sound like humans, like, oh, open the door. We'll help you, you know? And, you know, we're here to help and blah, blah, blah. And the dad is like, let him in. Let us help. And the guy's like, no, they're not people. <laughs> and it's like, oh, my God, this show's so crazy. And the first, like, 10 minutes of the show is like, it, it, it's, it's, it's great. It's gruesome. It's very bloody. It's very, like, rated R, like, HBO type show. It's on, I think, uh, Epics 
Um, I think there's seven episodes now. I'm one behind, but uh, I got Whitney to start watching it. And I'm like, I'll watch it again with you because this show's so good. I'll watch these episodes over again. Um, definitely check this out. It's called From. It's very hard to forget. <laughs> it's not <laughs> the greatest title, <laughs> but uh, man, I really enjoy this show. I do. And that's pretty much it on that. Since I mean, you haven't watched any of that. I would suggest checking out that first episode. Um, it'll probably get you hooked in. Um, ah, there's one other thing I wanted to bring up before we get into Picard, which I really enjoy. Um, but I can't, I don't think I wrote it down. You bastard. I can't remember. What else did I watch today? What else did you watch today? Excellent question. Yeah, there's uh, Paramount Plus, Hulu. We talked about Pam and Tommy, Netflix. I mean, there was that show on Netflix, and it's not getting any buzz or anything like that. But uh, uh, what was that? What was that show that was like set in the '80s? I had you start watching. <laughs> it was like that '80s crazy sort of show. Oh god! I can't even remember the damn name, dude. That's nope. crazy. No idea. That's so funny. Netflix? Uh, yeah, it was on. It was a Netflix show, and it was like it, it was like that Justice League ripoff. <laughs> oh, that thing! Yeah, <laughs> that thing was super weird. Um, the Guardians of Justice. Oh my god! All I gotta say is. It was worth the trip. <laughs> that show is like Justice League meets uh, 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 what's that? Uh, oh, the Watchmen set in the 80s on crack. It's crazy. Uh, there's, Netflix is so shit with their marketing. They didn't put out anything about this show. And it's it's ridiculously crazy and good and it's a burner. Like you can kill it eight episodes, one season, uh, maybe one season. I don't know if it's going to get any more, but, um, man, is it nuts? It's, it's super, super good. Um, but yeah, (laughs) I just wanted to, I wanted to mention that. And it's just, I I loved it. I I really did. I, I don't know if I could ever watch it again, Maybe as just like a uh, refresher thing, but it's it's hardcore crazy is all I can think of. Uh, uh, think of that. Now, one thing: Have you watched? Just to move on real quick, um, have you watched any of the the boys diabolical? No. Okay, I've only watched the first episode, and it's like a very Looney Tunes cartoony episode, which is literally like. You remember that old movie with Joe Montana called Baby's Day Out? Uh, vaguely. So it's like the baby and there's like three. It, it, it's weird. It's like the baby's roaming around the city. They're trying to take the baby hostage, but the baby is like getting them all banged up like they're cartoons. Uh, it, it's basically the first episode, which is just like they're only 15 minute episodes as far as I know. A very short little animated episodes. Uh, set in the boys world but it's basically baby's day out but the baby has like superpowers (laughs) 
And uh, I found that kind of funny. But it's, oh my god, it's the bloodiest Looney Tunes episode I've ever seen. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, I don't know if I'm gonna keep watching that. To be honest, I, I don't I don't <laughs> know if I uh, if I care enough about the old uh, uh, the the boys animated show. Um, but did you watch any uh, DMZ? Nope. Okay. So the two shows I'll, I'll, I'll touch on real quick before we talk about the card, and then we can end the show. But DMZ is a four-episode miniseries based on a comic. A little bit different than the comic. I really enjoyed DMZ. Rosario Dawson's great. It's basically like uh, Escape from New York, except uh, she, she, you know, America had a civil war. The free states and the United States, and there's a DMZ, demilitarized, demilitarized zone, in Manhattan, and no one really touches it. Everyone kind of lives their life, but the DMZ is run by gangs, and uh, you know they're, they're trying to live their lives there. She has been outside as a medic through this war that is continually happening through the United States, and she had lost her son when the DMZ was kind of uh, starting. Um, and now it's seven years later. And she, or eight years or whatever, and she's been trying to find her son and get, or find a way to get into the DMZ to find her son who's in there. And that's her mission. That's kind of like her, the whole story. It's so good. And the way it's paced, there's no filler shit. It's four episodes. It's like a four hour movie. It's so worth it. I, I really enjoyed this show. Um, Benjamin Brad is, a great character in this as well. He's like the ex who's like the leader of the DMZ and, uh, you know, the father of her son who has now raised her into like a different way of life than she would have wanted. So it's harder for her to get her son out because he doesn't want to leave. It's crazy. Good. It's very, very, very good. Uh, so I suggest DMZ. I don't know. Uh, I haven't really heard too much you know, thoughts and stuff about it, but, um, I really enjoyed it. Now severance is another show that I just started watching. I'm on episode like two. I've only watched two episodes. I'm in the middle of episode three, but it's, uh, set in a world where there's kind of like an Apple tech sort of company that has created this program called severance. Now to work at this place called lumen, I think it's called, they have to go through this program called severance that is an implant in your mind, your brain for when you go to work and you get in that elevator to go down to whatever floor you need to go to, it flips on and you don't remember anything about your life outside of work and you work. And then when you leave work, that switch flips again and you don't remember anything about what you've done at work. So essentially it has kind of separated you into two different people to keep your work life and home life separated, you know, to either, you know, keep secrets out or, you know, and stuff like that. And, uh, Adam Scott's the lead. He's very good in it, but it is a slog, man. It's a good show, but it, you got to carry a freaking 
backpack full of textbooks just to go through this episode. (laughs) All these episodes, everything is just like, it's very, very heavy. It's good content, but it's like, uh, drags and drags and drags. Um, but have you heard anything else about, about this show and you haven't watched any of it, right? I have not watched any of it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's good, but, uh, all right. So, Let's talk about Picard. There's been four episodes. How are you liking the show so far? Oh, it's freaking great. Uh, <laughs> you like it a lot. I love it. It's probably yeah. the best Star Trek on right now. Period. I would absolutely agree. E- um, even though they come back to 2024 and like, yeah, it's perfect. You know what? I, I enjoy that. I, I think that's really cool. I, I think it's it's brought a lot of a good story between certain characters, you know, um, I, I like the addition of this Borg queen and the sort of, uh, the connection she's had, um, uh, with what's her name, Agnes. Uh, Agnes. And I, I dig it. Like I dig the, the conundrum, you know, that Agnes was connected to her for a bit to get some information and she stole some and, you know, now there was like this tug of war with like, should she connect with her again, and, you know, to do certain things. And then also, you know, we got uh, 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 Chris, who is, uh, uh, you know, he, he's with ICE now. <laughs> he got arrested because he got injured in the uh, the, the transporter and that was just a whole big mistake, man. Transporting him in the middle of the air and then falling like 15 feet. That sucked. (laughs) Yup. That was just bad fucking luck, dude. (laughs) Um, uh, but I, I dig it. Everyone's kind of separated and now they're all trying to get back together. I, however, I do think that making that happen was just a huge excuse for them to make filler episodes. You know what I mean? Because it, 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 as good as the episodes have been, and you know, giving time, you know, with the characters separated, you know, especially with Picard now, you know, looking for young Guinan, which seems odd to me for some reason. Did, did that? Well, I, I don't know. I'll talk to you about that in a second. But Picard doing that, and you know, his chateau, and you know, that whole the whole story of. You know, his his the Picards having gone back to the chateau after they left to England and and uh, you know all that stuff and uh, you, you know uh, we got uh, a seven and uh, what's her name um, Raffi Raffi trying to find Chris and uh, you know all that it just seems like they they they've created space in the show. Wouldn't you say? I guess. Sure. I mean, it just seems like, man, we could have all been transported here and doing the things you need to do. Obviously, they're going to, they got to bring drugs. And that's, that's totally fine. But it, I'm just, I'm waiting. I'm just, it just makes me wait for them to get together again. And I, I don't, I kind of don't like that feeling. And maybe it's just like an anxious feeling. Maybe they want to create that for the audience. Like, are they going to get together? <laughs> you know, we saw, God, what's his name? 
Elnor. die. Remember, yeah. dude, literally five minutes after I messaged you and said, if they kill him, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to riot. He and they did. fucking killed him. <laughs> I was like, what? He um, did. But, you know, I mean, now they're, they're doing what they're doing to try and bring him back. But I don't know. I think it was cool. You know, time changed. They were in a different timeline, which is bad. Extreme Back to the Future vibes. And now they've gone back to the past to try and change the past to what it should be. And I'm so interested to see who this new character is. Well, I guess they showed her at the end. But it was, was like Picard's, you know, girlfriend, <laughs> was, kind of. Well, the his Romulan kind of caregiver yeah. from last season. Yeah. Yeah, how is she a watcher? Um, I'm, you know, all this whole thing, like the, the the Borg Queen, you know, knows that in two or three three days is when the timeline will be changed, and there is a watcher who knows when this is going to happen and how and all that stuff, and like, what does the Romulan know, and why is she on Earth, and. I don't know. So, what did you think? First off, before all that, like the Guinan stuff, how did you feel about the this new younger Guinan? Did you have any issues with that? It just felt off for me, even though I really like the actress. But what did you think? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a bit off, but they don't exactly have the the budget that Means, yeah. Disney has yeah. to de-age people. Um, so sure. they don't they don't have a real time machine to go back and get the actress. Well, but it, it just um, conflicted <laughs> with some episodes of. It felt for me, it conflicted with a couple episodes from uh, Next Generation, you know, especially when they went back in the past, to like the eighteen hundreds, and you know you had Gein in there, <laughs> you know. Well, she's supposed uh, to live for hundreds of years, right? I get so. that, but I, it would be. I don't know. I, I just I can't. I, I wish it would have been connected better. I, I wish he would have recognized who he was because she's met him before. You know what I mean? He uh, doesn't look yeah. that different. But and, and she knows he's a big deal. And he was like a big change and shift in her life. Uh, you know, from that time, it just it didn't match up for and man. It, it from me. From a guy who's only seen Next Generation one time and remembering this, you know, and not being that hardcore of a fan, I don't want to be like, a, you know, a hater on this show. It just seemed like there should have been some sort of connection there or at least acknowledgement that he had been in the past and met her before he knew her on the Enterprise. Right. That should have been something that was addressed. And it, feel, it felt like that they completely forgot about it in in my opinion how what do you feel about that i mean does that make sense though to you uh yeah i feel you on that one that's yeah that's a that's an interesting one <laughs> it's just it's a new trek thing it seems like there's and i don't want to hate on new trek because uh how i'm feeling with discovery so far which i still have to get through but like I'm loving a lot of stuff. I really, I really like what what the new Star Trek has become. But I feel like they, if things have happened and you're stuck in this timeline, which they are, there's got to be some kind of consequences <laughs> or at least acknowledgments of things 
that have happened before. And at least, even if they said, you know, when, when Picard was talking to Guinan and he was like, it's me, Jean-Luc Picard. And she's like, I knew you looked familiar. Like, at least some acknowledgement that she's met him before, you know, even if it is 200 years ago. You know, some right. kind of acknowledgement, like, you look a lot older. I thought I recognized you. Something like that, you know, that could kind of connect it. But it just it felt like, I've never seen this man before in my life, but he looks exactly the same, except he's old. You know, it just it just it was just weird to me. Um, and maybe because it, I've, I've recently watched Next Generation, but it just, I don't know, it fell off. Other than that, I was shocked to see that freaking Romulan at the end of the episode. What did you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I was I was a little shocked that it was her. Um, sure. Yes. Or I'm not Romulan shocked that, to begin with. I'm not shocked I, that I mean, we were seeing her. Um, but yeah. I thought it was going to be a completely new entity. You know, with the... Uh, and I, 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 don't, I don't ever remember or have known a Romulan who was able to have these this power to take over people's bodies from a distance like that. You know what I mean? Where is that coming from? Who knows? Yeah. I, I'm, I'm very, I'm very next episode, and, man. And next excited. episode. Yeah. Um, man, I love this show though. I, I really do. Uh, on top of all that and a little nitpick, but uh, I, I, I really enjoy watching this show. I, I like the idea that they're in this timeline and, uh, you know, they got to do the Back to the Future shit, which is always fun. <laughs> All right. I think we've gone on quite enough here today. Um, but that's the show. And uh, all of our stuff is on uh, superboobtubedudes.com. And we post here and there on the old social medias. And you can find us through the website on all that and that's pretty much it and we'll get back to you either next week or the week after we kind of build up some some news and info and and uh and great shows we've watched here to talk about and in the meantime uh you guys can check us out uh, through all the links and things like that um i'm dante sarecchio and i'm tyler Huskin. all right guys thank you for listening and keep on tubing You've been listening to a Rebel Press podcast. Visit rebelpress.com for more podcasts.